0: We good. It's Wednesday, October fifteenth. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill. Joining me in studio today for Molly Pool Funds, Bill Barker. Happy Wednesday. Thank you, Chris. We've both got our coffee. We're ready to go. We're ready. Uh, we've got uh, some retail in the news. We've got some television in the news. Uh, let's start though with Intel, and I think it's worth pointing out before we get to Intel's earnings that last Friday, uh, semiconductor stocks tanked when Microchip Technology, a semiconductor chip company that is not nearly as big as Intel or, for example, Micron Technology, uh, Microchip came out, they warned Q3 sales were going to be lower than previously thought, and it just took all other semiconductor stocks, including Intel and Micron, with them. Uh, Today, Intel comes out with third quarter results that on the surface look pretty damn good. Revenue over fourteen and a half billion. Their quarterly profit up f- nearly fourteen percent. Their guidance for the next quarter looks good, and yet the stock is down more than three percent today. What's going on here? It's Intel for crying out loud. Yeah, <laughs> this is supposed to be this is supposed to be one of the bellwethers. This is a really good quarter.
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't an, an exceptional quarter, but it was a solid quarter. It was better than expectations, and it's a weekday for the market. Uh, you know,
0: W E A K. I
1: am impressed that you can ascribe sort of Friday's weakness to what? What? What company were you talking about?
0: Microchip Technology. Yeah, okay. that's not me. That was everybody was ascribing. Is that it.
1: why the whole world's markets were down on Friday?
0: No, it's why semiconductor industry stocks were all tanking. It but was this well, one stock was as, taking as them all down, as
1: well as everything
0: else in the market being well, down. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and and which I think it's more market forces than than Intel specific stuff that's attributing to some of the weakness today and the fact that the, you know, stock has done very well this year. Uh, so I, I think there's a little bit of, of profit taking out there. But uh, beyond that, the, the, the specific beneath the numbers, uh, Intel's uh, results were very good, but much better than the industry. So the if not conclusion, one of the suspicions that you can arrive at is, that this is a build in inventories that this this is not a sustainable level of growth because you know the end sales have to occur for it to keep expanding at, at the, the rate that it did this quarter which i think uh, on the chip side was around 8% while the, you know the pcs are are not now and not ever going to grow at at, at that level again so uh, i i think there's there's a little bit of beneath the numbers the, the surface number very good healthy Things generally, as I would say, with the economy generally uh, healthier, we're going to see better results uh, across uh, companies than the market seems to be indicating right now. That may be, and you know, pick your cause for that. Uh, there's a one out on CNBC about every eight seconds, or you know, <laughs> what? Why is the market down right now? Uh, so that, I think that's
0: that's a lot of what's going on. You mentioned the the PC sales, uh, how is Intel doing with mobile chips because, and we've talked badly. about this before, they they, <laughs> they were certainly uh, late to the game on mobile chips. Badly. And, ma- and maybe it's because they were just making so much money hand over fist with PCs. Yes. Badly, but not as badly.
1: Uh, that is, I think that they're uh, indicating that that the losses in, in mobile are, are hopefully uh, coming to an end. And that is... Part of the thesis, uh, we own mobile and a couple of the funds uh, downstairs, uh, and that is part of the thesis, which has not really played out and, and so far, uh, but uh, the stock has done very well o- over the last year, and again, right now, that uh, puts puts Intel in, in a smaller group uh, than is usually the case, uh, so there there could be just some profit-taking.
0: It, it does seem, though, despite the fact that they were late to the game on mobile and that, as you said, they're doing less badly uh, with mobile chips, it does seem like they are poised to, if not maintain their market share, possibly even grow it over time, just because we need the chips and people are always going to want faster speeds. And by people, I mean the people making these devices. You know, Tim Cook at Apple's next event, whatever he's unveiling you can bet that part of the narrative that he's going to be laying out is oh and it's faster than the last version of this device
1: yeah and and given enough um, choices enough cycles Intel will catch up it's certainly got the the know-how it's got the now it's got the will and and the motivation to get in on on mobile it was very late uh, but they've they've got plenty of
0: you know top men there that can help them uh, get past uh, their slow start. We are in the middle of October, and yet the retail industry is already thinking about Thanksgiving, specifically the day after Thanksgiving. Yes, the fight to win Black Friday is officially on because Macy's became the first major retailer to announce its hours for Thanksgiving weekend. Macy's is going to open its stores at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day two hours earlier than last year and as tony kornheiser would say i believe you had this i believe i believe you (laughs) called this about a year ago yeah
1: i i think so can do we have tape can we we don't have uh, tape
0: queued up but uh we we were talking earlier and and, uh yeah that's i mean you had said last year look this is just going to keep happening they're going to keep bumping up the hours
1: yeah I'm, i'm gonna up my projection now and that is that we someday will be telling our grandkids that the, the Thursday that we now refer to as a, a Thanksgiving we're going to have to remind like we used to call that Thanksgiving <laughs> it's, it's just going to be like the, the Thursday of you know Black Friday week or you know something <laughs> like that it, as it gets earlier and earlier and earlier and then I, I think that Black Friday is one of those things that is sort of the one trick that retailers still have up their sleeves right I mean
0: I guess I mean it's that's the
1: event of the year
0: that's my question about this, and, and it is: Do we think this works for retailers? Maybe not all of them, but do we think that whether it's Macy's or Walmart, Best Buy, take your pick, whoever you want—not Radio Shack, obviously, because they're you know they're a whole other separate category. Who? Yeah, exactly. Um, but do you think there are people at these major retailers who are running the numbers and saying, "Yeah, this absolutely makes sense for us. This works. This is a win for us," or? Is, or is this, as you said, just a trick they have up their sleeve? It doesn't really move the needle in terms of sales or profits or anything meaningful to investors. It's just something where it's like, look, we're almost obligated to go through this dance.
1: No, I think the numbers are there, and I think it is an event which we've all somehow participated in creating. I don't remember Black Friday from my youth. No. I mean we're very old. Right. You and I. But, but but uh every year you hear more and more and more about it and now we're talking. Look, part of the proof is we're talking about this right now. Um I, I guess Yeah, but let's you- not
0: let's not confuse you and me talking about this right now with front page coverage on the Wall Street Journal. Okay? I mean that's not why not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The tens of listeners don't know the difference, do they?
0: It's dozens of listeners. <laughs> really? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you.
1: Uh, anyway, uh, yes, I think I think it I think it works. I think it works because it works. It's kind of Black Friday is, you know, it's it's like being famous for being famous, right? I, I mean, there's no intrinsic reason why people should rush out other than having the day off, right? Uh, and they have Thursday off as well, so why not Why not shop? And, and is shopping a bigger deal to Americans than hanging out with their family? Well, not for every single one, but for <laughs> millions of Americans, I, I
0: think it's safe to say they would rather shop than hang out with their family. I think that's probably safe to say. Or at least I've spent most of the day with my family, and now I'd like to take a break. Now I can't take it anymore. No.
1: And we're not talking about our families. No. Who are Perfect. No, <laughs> but you you're like Mr. Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. this is kind of an outrage to you. Go
0: no it's, R- rant. It's it's not an outrage, and and by no means is my family perfect. But I but your Thanksgiving is like perfect. Thanksgiving right? is... your
1: family knows how to throw Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, it's it's just legendary. A, a big Irish American clan. About forty five, fifty of us gather at my sister's house up in the Boston area, and to me. The idea of six o'clock rolls around. I'm going to get in the car and drive to Macy's. No, that is the no. I'm 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 here with cousins I haven't seen in a long time, and oh by the way, there's a lot of good food and a lot of alcohol nearby, and there's football on TV. I'm staying right here. I'm not moving. Is it is but but for millions of people. It's no. Let's get in the car and go to Macy's.
1: Well, I I tell you what I like as somebody who hates shopping, but hates waking up even more. I mean, I would rather go out at six o'clock uh, to to shop than at you know in the evening of Thanksgiving, than at five or four or three or like all these crazy things like yeah. people waiting for the doors to open at five.
0: Why? Yikes. I know that retail is one of the industries that you watch in your role as an analyst at Motley Fool Funds. Do you have any sense of how this holiday quarter is shaping up? Because we're coming up on, I would say, a good 12 months since retail as an industry has looked good. There are a lot of companies struggling out there, and I'm wondering, do you have any clues? are there any tea leaves you, you've read so far that give you an indication of what this quarter is going to look like? Well the economy's growing nicely. Uh, it's uh, interest rates
1: are still low. Uh, I mean the American economy is doing better than the competition. Uh, the dollar is quite strong so you know if you've already got dollars, you can buy more sort of imports, things like that it'll hurt uh, US the, the strength of the dollar that is will hurt you know US exports. Uh, but I think for shoppers, it's it's a, a nice menu of things, and I think that things will go reasonably well for, for Christmas. If, if that is how Christmas is measured, and unfortunately it <laughs> largely is, how much money people spend uh, in and around it, uh, I, I think it w-
0: For the retail industry, that's exactly how exactly, the holidays yes. are measured. <laughs> uh, a couple of housekeeping notes. First, uh, I want to say thanks to Rob Sullivan uh, from Sully's Barbecue in Topsom, Maine, uh, for the fabulous t-shirt he sent me, Sully's Barbecue, with the awesome tagline, because life should be saucy. So, thank you to Rob. Uh, and as I mentioned yesterday, the, our special offer on Motley Fool's Stock Advisor, you can now get it just with your mobile device, just with your phone. Send us a text message. Just text the word FOOL to 38470. That's thirty eight. Forty-seven zero. Text the word "fool" and we'll send you a link uh, to get seventy-five percent off Motley Fool Stock Advisor. It's our flagship service and a great way to get started investing. Uh, you reminded me this morning uh, that one of the iconic television holiday television programs of our youth is on tonight at eight thirty on ABC. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Boy, it, I, nothing says Halloween like that. No. Uh, how many years since you've seen it? Do you think? Uh, I probably caught it a couple of years ago. I, I, know, I know it's been a couple of years, um, but I remember uh, when you told me just sort of thinking in terms of like, okay, what time can the kids get their homework done by? Because this, this, is, one of the, this is one of the best, I'd say this and the Thanksgiving special are the two best Charlie Brown specials. Yeah, that's crazy. The Thanksgiving. Speech. What is it you have against Charlie Brown Christmas? It's it's it doesn't hold up as well as others over time. It's a, it's it's fine. It's totally fine in
1: your mind. In my mind, as a kid, as opposed to all other right-thinking <laughs> Americans who who line up and, and circle the, the day on the calendar and can't wait for the Charlie Brown Christmas. I I,
0: I know that uh, for a lot of people, it's it's the it's when Dolly
1: Madison moves. Basically, all of its products for the years.
0: Does Dolly Madison still sell? The I, don't, I don't know. Snack cakes? <laughs> In
1: my memory, you know, whatever what was, commercial is on, I will translate it mentally to to Dolly Madison.
0: Yeah. What was that relationship that the Dolly Madison snack company had, where they just they said, Look, it? We're going to spend all of our television advertising dollars on when Charlie Brown animated specials are well on Well done, I say. I mean, here we are,
1: still remembering it. That's the only time I ever heard of them.
0: Now I think I have to g- spend some time on Wikipedia and see if they, because I, I have no Dolly Madison strikes me as one of the one of those brands that is probably still around and then maybe got like taken out by private equity or something like that. It's it is not nearly as iconic a brand as Twinkies, which when you think back to it was a year or so ago that Twinkies were the the Twinkie company was going bankrupt and people were just up in arms like we can't let this iconic snack cake go out of business when in fact it's like well you know it's not it's not democracy that's going, that's going out of business it, it you know i get that some people are really partial to twinkies you've got wikipedia up yeah, right now yeah i mean i could go through the the history here
1: and I, I won't but they they were uh they were owned by hostess speaking of twinkies uh and and which went bankrupt so uh, i think it has been you know, the rights to the brand um, have been acquired uh, by Apollo,
0: which also acquired Twinkies. So there you are. So I can still go out to like Giant or Safeway and probably find some Dolly Madison snack cakes.
1: I, I, I don't know where the distribution area for it was. I don't think it was as national as the commercials made us believe that it was because I can't remember ever seeing Dolly Madison Products in my. Uh, do you think it was a regional
0: food? thing? What's the big regional cake in from uh, your home state of Pennsylvania? Tasty cake. Tasty cake. Tasty cake. That's the boy. you th- that that's a.
1: Let's get back to your hatred of Charlie Brown <laughs> Christmas and and
0: you know your placement of it way 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 behind Rudolph as you do. Uh, I, I you know I won't belabor at this point, but I've said before that Rudolph the red nosed reindeer is just must see tv for me every holiday because it just gets funnier and funnier to me as i watch it the, the, the
1: sort of misanthropic santa claus who yeah just
0: the the instant racism that rudolph is different and so therefore he must be instantly ostracized prac-
1: practiced also by santa
0: yeah yeah. Yeah, Santa's just a jerk at the beginning of that. Just like, well, your your son's got a red nose, so you yeah. better hide him away. Yeah, the gender politics don't hold up that well either. Yeah, it's just the unintentional comedy of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer the Claymation special is just so wonderful. It's so epic. But it is a great a great show. A great show. A great show. And, you know, I'll still watch A Charlie Brown Christmas. It's just it's just the humor isn't there, and it just kind of moves slow. But if only for the Vince Guaraldi soundtrack, it is, which is amazing. It is
1: slow. You couldn't do that anymore, could you? I mean, you just you couldn't make a
0: cartoon that moves that slow. I don't think you could. No. you got to have the action. It, it, cartoons today are almost like um, superhero movies in that every... Eight to ten minutes. There's got to be an action sequence. But, in in a in a superhero movie, we have got to have our action. Beats. But what you getting back to,
1: to Rudolph? What you most liked? I as I know one of the things you most like is is King Moonraiser.
0: Um, king Moonraiser, yes. Who it, is the king of the island of misfit toys? And and the
1: backstory that might who knows why he's there? Yeah. Given his seeming accomplishments and powers and whatnot that he's lording over these misfit toys, is
0: he? You know, he's a gigantic lion who has wings and he flies around the world by himself every night of the year. So first of all, that's a lousy job. When Santa's got a pretty cushy job, he's doing it once a year and he's got reindeer to pull him. King Moonracer's just busting his butt every night of the year. He's like Sisyphus. He is. He's the he's the Sisyphus of you know the toy world. So the, 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 what there
1: needs to be uh, maybe Pixar could do this to, to give us that backstory, as sort of a reimagining of of the tale. Like Wicked. Like, like Wicked. Yes. And th- eventually, it's a Broadway musical. And they would just and and because it's Pixar and Disney,
0: they would make money. It's hand better over it's fist.
1: Better than like Spider-Man falling out of the rafters, right? I mean, it's a flying lion. Yeah. What kid doesn't want to like, you know, watch that on
0: Broadway? You're welcome, Disney. <laughs> Bill Barker, Motley Fool funds. Thanks Thank you, for being Chris. here.